Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Welcome back. This is the Close It Now podcast. Sam Wakefield here. I am so excited with this guest today. He is uh, a freaking rock star. You will see here in just a minute. We'll, I'll get into the introduction. But uh, first of all, just want to say uh, so glad you're joining us. Welcome to the new format. I hope you're enjoying two podcasts a week. Uh, for the first two years, it was a little bit... Uh, a little bit less often, but now we're on a roll. We've got everything going on. We've got the new, uh, the new company is hosting the podcast. So uh, that is why we are having such, uh, able to produce so many episodes now. And thanks to every single one of you who listen all around the world. I think the last numbers that I saw were in 24 countries around the world. Basically, if your country gets hot and you have any semblance of speaking English, um, you, somebody in your country has listened to this podcast, which is awesome. I love technology and the internet because of that. Um, so first of all, just want to say, hey, if you haven't, go join the Facebook group. It's a, a cool community with all, you know, for everything from business owners to, uh, and not it, it, HVAC specific, but not just HVAC. We have people that all listen to all different trades all over the world um, that, just love to dive into the philosophy. We talk on a different level on this podcast, and you're going to absolutely hear that today uh, with our guest that is joining us. Uh, so I just want to take a quick introduction. This is a, a gentleman that I've known for uh, several years now. Um, I've known him in different facets, but man, I've just been so impressed with his ability to uh, to have a conversation that's different than any that you've, you really have ever had. So a little bit about him. This is uh, my, my friend, Jimmy Jays. He's a business coach. He's also, uh, so he's been a business coach for a lot of different people, a lot of successful people. But the reason he is here today, he is with a company called Apricot Solar. He has uh, been a business coach with uh, the owner, and he's also in the field um, as a solar representative himself. You know, the thing that's different about this is that he's helped this company from the start go from zero, zero from the very beginning to $134 million in five years of revenue. And no stop in there. That type of growth is not easily accomplished, but uh, they've done an amazing job of just going out and crushing it. Um, his goal, his personal goal is to create 12 solar millionaires across the next 12 months. 
boom. How do you like that? That is pretty awesome. That is net income into an individual's pocket. So I am super excited to hear what he has to say. I know that you will be as well. So welcome, my friend, Jimmy Jays, to the podcast today. Jimmy, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Hello, Close It Now community. Welcome. Uh, super, super glad to be chatting with you guys today and uh, honored to be on the show. Awesome. Well, I love it, man. Thank you so much for being here. We're, we really appreciate your time that you're uh, that you're giving us today. We know we're going to come across and just every time we talk, there's some amazing nuggets that, that I get from you that can apply immediately. That's one of the concepts that we this podcast is built on is, you know, giving individual nuggets that we can immediately apply to go out and completely change uh, ourselves right away. Um, see, you know, higher close rates, higher average tickets, better bottom line. So tell it, give us a little bit of background on you. How in the world did you get into the position you're in to, uh, to one, to develop the skills and become the person that it takes to business coach a company from zero to 134 million in five years? I mean, that's pretty dramatic to you. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for my entire adult life, and um, you know, have have been somebody who's who's always had a business coach. Uh, my very first uh, coach, I was 22 years old, and I uh, hired a coach from the Rich Dad Company. For those of you who know Rich Dad Poor Dad or the Cash Flow Game, and um, yeah, I mean, at 22 years old, I had to tell my mom. Um, you know, that I couldn't drive home for Thanksgiving because my car was worth about 1200 bucks and probably wouldn't make the two hour drive. And then I had to explain to her that I reason I didn't have a new car was because, you know, I spent all of that money hiring some business coach on the internet. Um, you know, and that was years ago. So, um, just, I've always been, you know, somebody who's had a coach myself always been, you know, somebody who's, you know, done a lot of reading and, and, uh, um, I just invested in, in myself, um, gone through uh, different programs, like one called Board of Advisors <clears throat> that works specifically with open book financials. And um, so I've gone through it myself, I've built businesses myself. And um, and so it's just really an honor to, to be able to coach people. Um, and yeah, with Dave specifically, I mean, he's just built a world-class company. So I can't take credit for, for all of it. Uh, went from zero to 134 million last year alone. So not 134 total, but 134 last year alone, I think $89 million in 2019. Um, and I believe uh, in calendar year 2022, um, uh, Apricot will cross a billion dollars in sales uh, just in that one calendar year. So, I mean, I can't take all the credit. Uh, he's a brilliant entrepreneur and it's been great just, uh, you know, working with him to, to create something special. Geez, I, I've, <laughs> I'm going to floored here by these numbers, you know, coming from so many other trades, coming from a track, coming from all these places, you know, when you, you start using the B number, we're talking about numbers that are unheard of for these other industries. Um, and we're talking about one company here. We're not talking about just a whole, just the spread of companies. This is not holding companies. This is one company doing this. Wow. Um Man, I, that, that's, it's so awesome to hear that that's possible for one. So everybody listening, um, dream bigger, faster, set bigger goals, set bigger vision, because it's possible. If anyone can do it, anyone can do it. And so that's, uh, that's powerful. The other thing I, I heard you say is, gosh, 
um, leaders are readers, right? You, you work to become someone worth buying from, which we say all the time in this podcast. Uh, so as you increase your own personal growth, um, clearly everything else just kind of happens around you. So question then, one of the things we we're going to talk about in this uh, episode is, you know, we, we've got one of the biggest questions I get, you know, especially in the Facebook group, and it's the reason I mentioned it at the beginning, is depending on the time of year, you know, when it's right in the hot season, when it's right in the cold season, you know, we get the phones ringing off the hook. We can barely keep up. But we know that everything for most trades is pretty seasonal. What do we do, especially in the off season, but also to maximize, even when the phone is ringing off the hook, we know we'd, and our, we've got our ad spin for lead generation. They're not always the best leads coming in. Uh, what one of the things we wanted to talk about today are, uh, you know, five essential networking connections to get more leads and, and not just to get more leads, but to get quality leads. Um, so that's something that uh, we wanted to ask you about, because I know that's, you know, when we were talking before, I know that's how you've helped this uh, helped Apricot get to this place by generating an enormous amount of self-generated leads. So there's no ad spend involved. The company makes better profit. They makes better margin uh, by generating, you know, people generate leads on their own. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm happy to talk about that um, inside of uh, inside of Apricot. Uh, they spend millions of dollars, literally, on on lead generation. Um, and so, um, you know, it's not a big part of my role uh, necessarily there. But um, to, if you think about this through the lens of you know people who are who are listening in today. You've probably got, um, you know, owners on the line who, who've got a company. You've probably got um, people on the line who maybe lead a small team in HVAC. And, and then you probably got uh, people in the field that are just out there, you know, making sales themselves. And to me, lead generation equals control, right? If you have mm-hmm. your income and your income is going up and it's going down and it's seasonal, it's usually a case of the fact that you're not in control of the lead flow. So um, really being able to, um, you know, to do that, if you're a company owner, even if you've got lots of lead flow, even if you've got lots of money spending on marketing dollars, um, it means that you have to put out an enormous amount of money, right? And then hopefully it comes back to you. And even if it's profitable, business owners on the line will get this, even if it's profitable, it's money that goes out of the business and it stays gone for a while until you know, the money comes back in from the HVAC jobs. So really, and, and, and that affects your ability to scale because you can't go hire 10 more people because you can't fill their calendar. So as a company owner, if you can get people in the field in this habit of being able to get self-generated leads on top of the company provided ones, um, it really will uh, increase your ability to scale. If you're somebody in the field, right? Why do you want to learn this? Well, you want to learn this because if you don't learn this, then you basically need to sit around waiting for company appointments. Hopefully they sure. come in, but it's outside of your control. Right. So, man, we've all been in that, in that position. That's for sure. <laughs> absolutely. So uh, what I'm going to go through with you right now is uh, something I learned from my friend Mia Tor. It's called the five essential networking connections. Um, and 
you're always networking. So whether you're at a networking event specifically to network, uh, whether you're just out in life, whether you're meeting people, you know, at a cigar bar or whether you're working with a homeowner in the home, right? Every single interaction is a chance to network. And the five essential networking connections, connection number one, if you're taking notes, um, is the client, your ideal client, okay? Uh, connection number two is called the supporter. Connection number three is the referral partner. Connection number four um, is the collaborator. And connection number five is the influencer. Okay, so those are the five connections. We'll run through them. You're gonna hear them again. First one is the ideal client. You know this person, you know how to help them. You work with them all the time, all right? There's a difference between a client and an ideal client, right? In the HVAC right. space, Maybe a client is somebody who just, you know, they want this little tiny job done and um, it's not really that profitable for you. And you're hoping that you get in the door and maybe you can help them with a bigger system or maybe you can help them get a referral or something like that. Um, an ideal client is the person that you wish you could be sitting with all day long. Right. So who is that ideal client? Now, the thing is, though, is out of 100 people, there's not very many that are an ideal client at that moment in time, especially in the HVAC world, right? Where even if you have a great customer, they just might not need your help right now. Right. Right. Maybe they got a system three years ago and it's another two years or five years or 10 years or whatever before they need you again. Right. So sure. they might be, <laughs> yeah. but they just don't need your services right now. There's a very small percentage of the world. The next is the supporter. Now, a supporter doesn't necessarily grow your business directly. They don't necessarily give you more business. Maybe they've got other resources, though, or things that can help you. So if you lead a networking group, uh, as a for instance, a supporter might be somebody who owns a business and they let you use their space, their boardroom, right, for your networking event. Mm -hmm. A supporter could be... Um, you know, somebody who you learn something from, like a coach or, or somebody who you meet and they teach you something. And, you know, like us right now, right? I'm, I'm talking to somebody and I'm in solar, they're in HVAC, right? But if there's something that I know that you can learn, then great. If there's something Sam knows that I can learn, then great. We can still support each other without being financially connected. So number one is the ideal client. Number two is the supporter. Uh, number three is the referral partner. Now, a referral partner, you probably know about this, is just somebody who, um, you know, they send you a referral. So is, are our referrals baked in to your process? Do That's you, a good question. Do you get referrals because sometimes somebody sends you a referral or are you intentional about getting referrals? When you sit with somebody, right, and, and they love you and they love your service, do you say thank you and leave or in their phone, do you write in HVAC guy, Sam? So that when they're trying to remember who their HVAC guy was, right? They can just easily put it into their phone and, and tell their friends about you when somebody else that they know needs something, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a process in place, in other words, for you to get referrals? So number three is the referral partner. And just because you get referrals doesn't mean you have a referral system, a referral system. What is the process that you use to get more referrals? And referrals are, are easier, 
it's a better conversation. If you're an owner, it doesn't cost you ad spend. And if a referral leads you to a referral, leads you to a referral, leads you to a referral, you literally have an endless supply of friendly business. Mm -hmm. uh, anything Love you it. want to say about any of those first three, Sam? You know, that's, uh, I, I've seen this work um, so well, uh, you know, for years. And this is something I've talked a lot about in the, uh, mostly in the Facebook group, actually. This is the first real podcast. And I love that you're bringing this up. First real podcast to really dive into the power of generating referrals. You know, up until now, we've talked a lot about, you know, technique and just different concepts. But, you know, at the end of the day, if we don't have people to sit in front of, you know, we don't have people to show our opportunity to, then nothing happens until something gets sold. It's the old expression. So, um, you know, personally, I've been involved in, at one point I was involved in five different networking groups at the same time. You know, we hear a lot about, you know, I don't have time to be involved in that many networking groups. And I would definitely submit to you that make time, uh, you don't have time to not be involved. The years that I was involved in so many network groups, I had probably somewhere between three and $500,000 of revenue from people that would just call me up, say, got your number from somebody. And my, my close rate was right around 80 to 85% with those referrals because they were already warmed up when they came to me. Um, so I, I definitely have lived this out in the past. And uh, I'm, just, I'm so glad you're bringing it up because it's such a killer topic that, uh, that we need to really spend a lot more time on. Yeah. And if you want more company leads, like honor them, right? The, the owner of your company is spending money, good money on, on leads. And, you know, sometimes they spend that money and, you know, something happens with Facebook or something happens with SEO and they spend all this money and it doesn't bring them back the same number of leads as it usually does. And it cuts into their profit. So mm -hmm. if every lead they give you, you turn that into another self-generated lead, right? That's something that you can do for the company. So even if you're in the field, think like a business owner, and that's how you're going to raise your, your way through the ranks uh, of the company that you're working with. Love it. Love it. So we talked about the ideal client. We talked about the supporter. We talked about the referral partner. The next one is the collaborator. A collaborator. A collaborator is somebody that you can work together with. So a collaborator in the, uh, in the HVAC space, um, you know, maybe there is somebody where, you know, they've got a similar uh, service that doesn't compete and you can work together. Um, maybe there's a collaborator where, you know, you're building a team and there's somebody who has a list of people who are in the sales industry, right? Maybe wow. there's somebody who's uh, got a 10x Facebook group that follows Grant Cardone, and there's a bunch of people in there that you know are, are, are salespeople. And what if you know you can do something together with that person if you're trying to grow a, a sales team in HVAC, right? Mm -hmm. There's somebody with a, a list of people, and you could collaborate together um, and potentially you know do some something together, do some training together, or something that might end up growing some people and bringing them into your sales organization. Um, so you can do that either on the, you know, sales and recruiting side, or you can do that on, you know, the, uh, uh, the customer acquisition side. So number four is the collaborator. And again, collaborators, you can find them inside of networking groups, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. Powerful. 
Connection number five is the influencer. And the influencer is by far, without question, um, my favorite uh, of the connection types. And they usually get missed. They usually get ignored, all right? And an influencer, um, there's a few different definitions. Uh, there's a story of, of Robert Kiyosaki, uh, who I referenced earlier from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, and back in his early days, um, he went on Oprah and he was talking about his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And apparently, I don't know this for sure, but apparently when they went to commercial break, um, uh, uh, Oprah leans over to him and says, I just sold a million copies of your book, kid. <laughs> That's right? amazing. So if you think about that, you know, what if there was one influencer who they took their platform and they promoted you, what could that mean? It could mean bestseller status overnight in Robert Kiyosaki's case, right? Uh, and then the influence and everything that happened you know, after that. Um, so the way that I like to think about it is who is your ideal client, okay? And then you can spend time trying to find an ideal client. Where do I go find them? Or you can ask the question, who has lists of my ideal client? Who has lists of my ideal client? So if uh, I'll, use, I'll use solar as an example, right? So, um, cause it's the industry I'm in. If I'm in solar, right, who do I want? I wanna connect with homeowners. And the, one of the biggest catches in, in solar is in order for somebody to go solar, the roof has to be in good condition, otherwise they can't go solar, okay? So an influencer, somebody who has lists of ideal clients for me, if I say, hey, somebody who owns a home, and that home has a relatively new roof. I mean, hey, that would be perfect. <laughs> so who has lists of people like that? Well, that sounds an awful lot like a roofer to me. Right. So if there's a roofing company and they've got, you know, a thousand people on their list, they've already spent money to acquire those thousand people. They've already probably got most of the roofing work, you know, out of it that they're going to get out of it. And so that is an influential connection to me. Um, and when I think about it, um, if I can give them some money every time they send somebody who goes solar, like think about that for a second. If you're, um, if you're an owner, right? Think about that for a second. If you're an owner, owner right now, um, there's a term called bloat. So uh, if you're thinking about income statement, balance sheet, statement of cash flow, that sort of stuff, uh, all the stuff us business owners, you know, sometimes love to hate. Um, but when you think about that, if you want to make an extra $10,000 and let's say, you know, you're a company and you're doing, you know, uh, maybe, maybe your profit margin is, is 30%. Well, every time you do a project, you know, you bring in 30%. Well, if you look at your real, real numbers, meaning like, did you take dividends out of the company uh, or did you take, did you actually pay yourself a fair market wage? Right. And when you look through all of that, usually most companies are somewhere between five and 15% is what, once it's all said and done, you know, what they actually, you know, get to hang on to and keep. So if somebody is at, let's say they're at 15% is, is what they, you know, have at the end of the year after you take out, you know, what their fair market salary would be and everything like that. Um, in order to, to go add $10,000 a month in profit to the company, in profit to the company, you got to go 10,000 times 12 is $120,000. And then you have to divide that by your profit margin. So divided by 0.15. Any idea what that number is? Oh, is geez, that's going to be enormous. 
$800,000. Wow. So if you're a roofing company and you want to go and you want to add $10,000 a month to your bottom line, you can go and sell $800,000 in extra roofing and complete the jobs and buy the additional trucks that you would probably need and hire the new guys that you would need to, to do that extra, right? And at the end of it, have an extra $10,000 a month. Or you just send 10 solar referrals that go solar and I'll give you, you know, a thousand dollar referral bonus. So you make an extra 10 grand a month without having to do all of the extra growth that comes with an extra $800,000 that you'd have to sell in your roofing company. Geez, not to mention the headache of what workman's comp and insurance and all that, those extra overhead expansions. And sometimes you can't, I, I mean, you might not be able to in your city. You might have to expand to a different city or to a different state. Now you need a second mm -hmm. building. Now you need maybe a second corporation, right? So um, what I would say through the lens of an owner right now, who are some influential companies, right? Who are some influencers, number one, who have lists of your ideal client? Sure. People that could use, you know, HVAC services, right? And then number two, Flip it the other way. Like who are some companies where we're already probably sending referrals? How could we just have a formalized agreement with those influencers so that when we send them referrals, we're getting a piece of the action. We're getting paid for it. Um, and even if it seems like a small amount of money, recognize that it is, it is all net profit, right? Mm -hmm. All and, and it's even better than net profit. Um, don't want to go too deep here, but like, you got to get your gross profit. Then you've got your, you know, you got your cogs, uh, your variable expenses, then you've got your net profit. But then after that, you still have to go collect that money, your accounts receivable, you got to go collect it. And then once it's collected, right, then you've got cash in the bank. If you just make a referral, you're skipping over all of those things. You don't got to go collect it. You don't got to do the work to earn it. You don't have to uh, like any of that, right? It's just right to your bottom line. So Jeez. If you're a business. <laughs> I'm getting like crazy excited here. Um, this is like next level. I hope everybody's paying attention because this is literally next level stuff. We're listening from a guy that, uh, geez, in five years, grew his company, grew this company from zero to 134 million. Um, if you could do just half of that with, you know, implementing this, how, raise your hand if you'd like to be able to accomplish some of that in your organization. So that's the ownership lens, right? If you are in the field, um, if you're in the field, it's tricky. You got to make sure that you've got, you know, permission from from the owner of the of the company that you're working with that you're a part of, um, and probably looks like, you know, um, especially if if you're sending referrals from uh, from that company, you got to make sure that they're 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 put their blessing on it, and probably they're going to expect since they spent money to acquire these leads that uh, that they're going to get cut in on some of the profit of it. Um, but if you're in the field you want to have the same mentality. Number one, you don't need permission, by the way, to go find referral partners to get those people to send you HVAC business. Okay. Like do that all day long. Your company owner is going to love you because you're now bringing um, leads and profit and sales to the company. So do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> once sure. you've done that, one of the great things is a lot of times your ideal client is similar. And so if they're sending you referrals, a lot of times what you're doing, it's in the best interest of the homeowner right? For you to be able to, 
um, make those connections back. So if there's, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you have a roofing company and then you're in HVAC and all of a sudden there's a big storm and you had a list of people uh, and their, you know, their roofs are all messed up, right? You're doing them a disservice by not telling them about a great company that does great work, right? It's a chance for you to be able to vet people and to be able to really take care of your homeowner to the next level and say, you know, hey, imagine if a bunch of people get an email that says, hey, I know this storm's affected a lot of, a lot of people. Um, and so, you know, if you need work, um, here's this company that we've worked with and uh, they, do, they do great work. Mm-hmm. It's just another way for you to stay in front of the, the homeowner, another way for you to help them. Um, and, you know, uh, give me some other examples, Sam. What are some, what are some uh, people in HVAC where if you're in the field, what are some other services they might need? What are some other people that you might connect them to? Oh, geez. Yeah, that's a good one. And in fact, that's something that I, I've always done when I've been in the field as well as, you know, coach people individually on is have that basically a database of you know, trusted referrals um, to be able to give people because there's no better service to your client than being able to be the answer person, the person they come to, hey, who do you know that, you know, in, in this case, plumbing would be a great one. Um, electrical is a good one. Um, solar, obviously, there's the two that marry the best together, solar and HVAC, the largest consumer of energy in the house, plus the producer of energy for the house. Um, but uh, gosh, geez, yard people, um, gutters, gutters is a big one. Uh, fencing, people that do fencing, painters, um, all of these are just fantastic. Roofers, like we mentioned, all of them basically have the same demographic. Um, you've got they're working with single family homeowners, which is most of what most of the listeners work with. They're working with people who can afford, already afford their services. So that means they can afford your service, which is also a big one. We've got to, you know, we have, we have to, uh, people have to be able to pay you, um, you know, it, and because you already, and two, the other thing everybody is don't just form a referral partnership with any old company out there. They have to be quality. You, your name is on the line if you're giving a referral. So make sure, and like Jimmy was saying, make sure they're vetted. Uh, because if you're just throwing you know, a referral to somebody and they end up doing a really poor job for the person, um, they're not gonna trust you. So it's important to uh, set it up properly. And the way to pass that referral is also very important. Um, you know, how, how it's handled and how you set it, how you tee it up with the homeowner is also important. That because if you start sending quality referrals to those people, they will realize what you're doing and send quality referrals back. So give it. What's an idea of how to uh, how to tee that up really well for some for homeowners? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I just start by, um, like Sam said, you don't have time to to not be networking. Like spend time, network, get to know your city, become you know. Uh, become the homeowner's resource of your local city. Um, And again, I mean, like, what if you have one referral partner, right? One influencer who sends you 10 deals a month, sends you two deals a month, right? All of a sudden the math on it is like, man, if I have five people like that, that's, that's adding an extra 10 deals a month just by having five people that send me two a month. 
right? That, that end up going uh, using our HVAC services. So um, rather than thinking about the amount of work, and if you're, again, if you're a company owner, think about your cost per acquisition, right? If, you, if you've done the math and you're like, all right, I know I can spend up to $250 uh, in order to get, um, you know, acquire a customer because it's going to bring this much profit back. Well, how much could you spend to acquire an influencer, to acquire a referral partner that's going to send you two referrals a month for a year, right? The math is just 24 times 250 is what you should be willing to spend because that's what you spend to bring in a client right now. So um, I'd really focus on, on, on that end of things, just building those relationships. Um, you know, you can ask if you have a database, if you're a business owner and you don't have a database yet, start building a database, go and get some sort of a software. You can collect email addresses. You can collect phone numbers, um, so that you can do, um, you know, an email blast out to your list and ask them a question like, Hey, you know, we're looking to find a referral partner in the roofing space. Who's had great roofing work done before. Who would you refer? right? And they can just tell you the names of companies. And if you go to a company and say, hey, we asked our list and 10 different people said that they got, you know, A plus roofing work from your company. Um, and so we'd love to have a formal relationship with you where, you know, uh, if, if somebody needs roof work done or there's a storm or something that we can send it out to our whole list and refer them off to you, would you guys be open to doing something like that. And most sure. businesses are used to having a cost per acquisition. And so they're just paying it to you rather than advertising, but it makes sense for them because with advertising, you got to pay the dollars first and then you got to hope you make sales, right? right? Referral partnerships, you get paid first, you get the referral, you do the job, you get paid, and then you pay out the commission to the referral partner. So your risk factor goes way down. Right. Oh man, this is powerful. What a powerful conversation. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so we are getting moderately close to wrapping this episode. Any, gosh, the, just so much, so much knowledge here. Um, anything you want to add on to that? I've got, and then I've got a couple other questions for you before we, uh, before we wrap this episode up for everybody listening. Um, I can tell you that, uh, graciously <laughs> Jimmy has uh, said that he would be on another episode as well uh, we've got there's as you can imagine so many topics we could cover as somebody of this caliber but uh, anything you want to add on to this before we uh, uh, like I said before a couple other questions for you yeah, I just say stay close, um, you know, to this community. Uh, when you've got a community like Close It Now, and you've got other salespeople that that follow the same philosophies, I know a lot of people in the group are are in HVAC. But like Sam said, there's some pest control people, there's some solar people, there's some you know door to door people. Um, mm -hmm. So stay close in that community, and uh, that's a great place for you to find referral partners. Is hey, in this Facebook group, this Close It Now Facebook group, who in here does? fill in the blank, who does gutters, who does roofs, who does whatever. And it's just another um, sorting filtering mechanism because you know that the people who, uh, who are in this group, who are in this community, they're going to have some shared values. They're going to be already listening to Sam. They're going to have a similar way of, of, of operating and of doing business. So just stay close to the community. It's a really great place for you to build um, you know, all five of those connection types. Um, and if somebody's already in HVAC and you know, they can't be a referral partner with you, that's okay right? There's five networking connections. They can be a supporter. Maybe you learn mm -hmm. something. Maybe there's one phrase that they use to get referral partners, or maybe there's something that they do 
um, you know, post sale to get better reviews or, or more referrals, or maybe there's something that they do, um, you know, that helps them just close uh, a higher system or a better system. So everybody in this sure. group is in order. So, um, spend, you know, spend time in the community and uh, connect with other people that are in the close it now group. Jeez, I love it. Thank you for that. That's uh, much appreciated. But and wow, everybody, this has been this has been powerful today. Um, you know, the, this as you can see, thinking on a different level. You know, if we keep thinking the same way we've been thinking, there's only the law of the lid. We're going to bump up against that that lid, and until we start to think differently, and or find people who uh, maybe coaches uh, like you know, like Coach Jimmy here. You know, he could, I know some of the levels of people that he has coached and, oh my gosh, um, it, it forces you to think differently. So to think by thinking differently, you get different results. Um, and of course, if you have, if you're thinking on a higher level, of course, your results are going to go higher. So last couple questions for you. You said something early on, something you mentioned for me to, um, put in the intro that I want to just circle back on and touch on uh, because it kind of, uh, it kind of threw me back on my heels for a second. Um, you had me introduce you as your goal across the next 12 months is to create 12 solar millionaires. Now, do you mean, <laughs> do you mean people who their personal income is a million dollars? Can you expand on that a little bit? Cause I know that probably caught a lot of people's ear and it's something that uh, it's got me thinking a little bit. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So what that means is not through my coaching role, but through my role um, working in the field, um, you know, as a trainer, somebody building, uh, you know, teams in the solar space um, is to help 12 people. Um, get to a point where their their personal income is a million dollars, not a million dollars once, but a million dollars a year. So um, helping people get to a point where they're, you know, um, in sales, in solar, and also, uh, you know, people that have the ability to lead and and teach uh, a team of people. Uh, it's pretty tough mm -hmm. to do, make a million in anything without getting some leverage. Uh, but if, if there's, uh, that, that's my intention is to help 12 people uh, over the next 12 months, get to a million dollar a year income. Wow. That is wild. Those are, that's, that's serious numbers, everybody. That means somebody is out there doing, working smarter, not harder. You know, the, as you know, the tagline for Close It Now is, um, <laughs> is work smarter, not harder. Let's stop working our face off and start to work more efficiently. Um, you know, how do we work less and sell more? Uh, so that's clearly there's some things we can learn from this guy. Uh, so, man, that is a awesome, awesome goal. Uh, so best of luck to you with that goal. Um, man, thank you for being on this episode today. This has been super, super insightful. I hope everybody else has uh, got as many valuable pieces of, uh, of info, some nuggets, we call it, as I have. Uh, Coach Jimmy, how do people get in touch with you? What all do you do? Um, you've, you've done a lot. Obviously, you do a lot of things. Um, how, how do people connect with you? And uh, yeah, because I know a lot of people are going to be wanting to ask you some questions and see, you know, see how we, uh, what all do you offer? What do you do? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you can follow me on uh, Facebook. Uh, it's at Jimmy J's. Uh, so you can, you can find me on there. I'm sure you can probably find me in the Close It Now Facebook group. I'm sure uh, I'll, I'll be in there at some point. So um, 
that is, I guess, a place that you could, you, you know, could follow me. Uh, I don't specifically do, um, you know, a ton of uh, HVAC specific uh, training. So happy to, you know, be here on the line with Sam today, but uh, primarily focused on, um, you know, building and growing uh, inside of solar and, and capitalizing on the solar wave. So uh, if you happen to know somebody um, and you, you know, uh, know somebody who's a documented closer who uh, has been in sales before, um, and you think that they, you know, potentially got what it takes to, to be somebody who, uh, you know, can sell and can teach and can lead teams. I uh, definitely love a connection to them. And um, again, you can do that through Facebook. I'm sure you could, uh, you know, I'm sure Sam could connect us. Um, but uh, that's that's really what my focus is uh, for the next, uh, you know, little little bit here is uh, um, just really focusing on, you know, making an impact for homeowners, helping them lower their bills. Um, through solar and uh, helping, you know, train and lead uh, people that already are documented closures that already, um, you know, know a little bit about uh, how to sell. Um, you definitely can't help 12 people make a uh, million dollars in 12 months. If you're, you know, teaching somebody who was a school teacher or somebody who was a, a plumber, like it's uh, in order to do that, I've got to be working with people, that you, know, uh, you know, how to sell. And so again, if you, uh, people who, who are in sales know people who are in sales. So uh, if you're an HVAC professional and you know somebody in another industry or you know somebody else who's a document and closer, uh, I'd love to meet them. Awesome, awesome. And you heard it uh, also, um, Jimmy Jays is in the Facebook group. So that is one more advantage or benefit to, um, to join the Facebook group, you get, can connect to this guy. Um, in fact, I think what we might do if, uh, I'll, I'll talk to Coach Jimmy um, outside of this podcast, but uh, if there's enough interest from everybody in the group, we might set up a, a, a special time to do like a internal, like a Facebook Live and do a Q&A inside the group. Um, if there, like I said, if there's enough interest from all of you in the group, because I know that this conversation will only inspire more questions and thoughts and really get your gears turning in your brain. So hopefully that that's what this did is to really inspire some creative thought outside of the typical old HVAC box. Uh, because and this is why I love to bring in people from outside of our industry, because it, there's always new innovations and ways of thinking and uh, we can implement that to grow our own businesses and grow, grow our own networks. So thank you so much, Coach Jimmy, for being on today. Uh, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. And we will, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Everybody out there around the world listening to Close It Now, you know the tagline, as always, go save the world one heat stroke at a time. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.